today is Aligning Your Spirit in Prayer. Subtitle, You Are Not Alone. Everyone say, Aligning Your Spirit in Prayer. Aligning Your Spirit in Prayer. I told about Hezekiah, and he was in school one day. And the class got an uproar. They're laughing, and Hezekiah's in class just cracking jokes and making the whole class laugh. So Ms. Young pulled Hezekiah to the side, and she said, Hezekiah, your behavior is unacceptable. Hezekiah consented, and he apologized. And as he was going back to his seat, he proceeded to do a backflip. He sent the class in uproar again. Immediately, Ms. Young took away his recess and reassigned his seat to sit next to hers. At the appropriate time, it was time for the class to be dismissed to recess, and obviously Hezekiah had to serve his term in the class. And Michelle asked Hezekiah, why did you decide to act up in class? Hezekiah said because he felt alone. He wanted the attention of his friends. He wanted to be valued. What do you do when you don't feel valued? What do you do when you feel alone? What do you do when you want the attention of someone and they're not there? What do you do? The Bible declares in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Amen? If we can turn to the book of Luke chapter 5, verses 15 through 16. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Whenever Jesus came to town, the word was spread near and far of his coming. People would come and gather in observation. They would come for healing. They would come for deliverance. They would come for breakthrough. They would come for whatever it was at that point in time that they were dealing with in their life. They will come to seek the face of Jesus. The point I want to focus on is that Jesus withdrew to a lonely place and prayed. Somebody say prayed. Pray. In today's society, when we mention lonely place, people tend to feel uncomfortable because loneliness is associated with isolation and being alone. But when you enter into your lonely place with God, you're not alone, but you're seeking our Father, our Heavenly Father. What do you do in isolation? What you allow the Lord to do in isolation will show at your debut when the Lord reveals his masterpiece. If you're familiar with little children as they are drawing a piece of art on paper and they have their parents around, they will say, Mommy, Daddy, don't look. Don't look. I'm doing something. I'm, I'm working on my masterpiece. And when they complete it, that's when they say, ta-da! And they turn it around and it's their masterpiece. That's what God is doing, amen? So when you're seeking the Father in your quiet place, in isolation, you are not there in vain. He is working on his masterpiece so that when he goes to show you, hallelujah, 
Oh, he has a mighty word to show. Somebody say amen. amen. It is in your quiet time with the Lord that he will perfect his masterpiece. If you avoid this quiet time, if you don't allow the Lord, oh, to allow him to work on you in this quiet place, if you don't allow the Lord to do a work in your life, it will show. You'll be that same old Jane, that same old Joe on the block. Let's go to Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 through 41. And then we'll skip to 43. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. Next verse. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be very sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour, he asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. When he came back, he came again and found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. Understand the presence of God and know that he is always speaking to us. Understand the presence of God and know that he is always speaking to us. Many of us don't go and spend consistent dedicated time with the Lord. We don't practice his presence. Many times God is trying to communicate to us through dreams and revelations, through visions. But since we aren't practicing his presence, we miss out on what he is trying to communicate to us. We miss out on what he is trying to communicate with us. Let's turn to the book of Genesis, chapter 20, verse 3 through 7. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, You are as good as a dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister, and didn't she also say, he is my brother? I have not done this with a clear, I have done this with a clear conscience and a clean hand. Then God said to him in the dream, yes. I know you did this with a clear conscience. That is why I did not let you touch her. 
Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. Somebody say dream. Let's turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 18 through 23. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Keep that in your mind. Keep that in your mind. He had in mind to publicly divorce her quietly. Can you go back to that verse? 19, please. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Next verse. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Somebody say dream. dream. And said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Somebody say dream. dream. Joseph had in mind to publicly, to quietly divorce his wife. But through a dream, through a dream, his plans were intercepted. Through this dream and through the obedience of Joseph, God was able to intervene. Many of you under the sound of my voice might be saying, I don't understand my dreams. I, I, I don't understand what God is trying to say to me. When you have a dream, you have to ask for the interpretation of the dream from God himself. What do I mean? Let's take a look at Genesis chapter 40 verse 8. We both had dreams, they answered, but there was no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me your dreams. Amen. Joseph didn't have the answer to the dreams. Joseph didn't have the solution. But God did. Amen. Amen. What am I saying? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. We need to understand His Word is always speaking. But if you don't enter into that quiet place with the Lord, if you don't enter into prayer, amen, I understand that our flesh is weak at times and we get distracted, but we have to set aside an appointed time to seek the face of God. We have to set aside an appointed time where distractions will not prevent us from seeking 
the face of God because it is in prayer. It is in seeking his word and studying his word that he will give us directions. It is in our dreams as we're sleeping. God will begin to speak to us and change our plans. Amen. We saw what he did with Joseph. Amen. That's why the word, which is the Bible, was God breathed his revelation of himself to man. So many times we miss out on divine revelation because we don't recognize that God is speaking. I'm not saying you have to walk around like a zombie. You don't have to pronounce the world that you're perfect because you're not. But you have to be sensitive to the spirit. You don't have to be antisocial. God communicated with King Abimelech in a dream. Amen? He thought this woman... In his mind, apparently he was thinking to do something with this woman. Because this woman said that her and the man were brother and sister, correct? Yeah. So in his mind, he's thinking, maybe I can have a relationship with this woman. But God interceded through a dream. God communicated with Joseph also. And God wants to communicate with you. We are not zombies, but we are vessels that God is using. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 25. Can we turn there? Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had the foundation on the rock. Let's stay right there. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Think about your life. Think about your life. Think about the different various situations that you're dealing through, going through in your life. The rains came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet, it did not fall. Amen? It did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Go back to the previous verse. Therefore, everyone, not one person, not one person, but everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. But you hear his word by reading his word, right? And when you read his word, he begins to speak to you, right? So whatever he's speaking to you, you're reading his word, and he's giving you revelation, and whatever God is telling you, you're putting that into practice. Amen? You aren't alone with Jesus. You have a friend in Jesus. You have a confidant for life. Whatever situation that comes your way, you can run to your heavenly father, your daddy in prayer. He will comfort you. He will direct you. He will protect you. He will deliver you. He will communicate with you. You know, many times people think you have to be a pastor for God to communicate with you. No. You have to be a first lady. No. God communicates with everybody. You are his children, and he wants to communicate with you. He wants to use you. He wants to do a work in your life. He will deliver you. He will protect you. 
It's not a job to seek the face of the Lord. Don't make it a chore. You don't have to set your alarm clock and be all dramatic when the alarm clock goes off and make a huge announcement. But you enter into prayer, seeking the face of the Lord with joy. It's a joy and a privilege. Like I said in the beginning, it's a blessing to be here one more day. Amen. It's a blessing to seek the face of the Lord. It's a blessing that he gave you one more day to live out your purpose. Because at the end of the day, when, you're, when you have fulfilled your purpose, he will take the breath from you. You know, I was rec recollecting or reminiscing on the death of my mother. And as she was sitting on the bed, she went to the restroom and she sat on the bed. And as she sat on the bed, she fell back. He took her breath. Amen. There was nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. But she had fulfilled her purpose. So every day that God puts breath in your body, every day that God gives you strength to get up, make it a joy to seek his face. Amen. Because he's always communicating with him. A lot of times we find value in our friends. Our friends justify us. Our friends make us feel of value. But what do you do when your friends are not around? What do you do when your friends don't have that solution to life? And maybe they might have that solution, but it's not God's solution. It may be an ethical solution. It may be a right solution, but maybe God wants you to go in a different direction. That's why it's so important not to put all your trust in man, not to put all your trust in your friends and your loved ones, but to make it a conscious decision to seek the face of God for his direction, for his insight. Because in prayer, in his word, in his revelation, he will breathe out a new vision for you. Amen. Sometimes you're going about life and things seem to, to not be matching up. Amen. God gave you a revelation before, but now that revelation seems, mm, something's wrong here. You need to go back to the creator. Amen. Amen. Because you're his masterpiece. He has, this, he has the original. He has the original blueprint. And sometimes, sometimes we have the copy. But sometimes, you know, we might get a little bit of ink on it and it might put like little detours on it. But he has the original, amen? So you go back to the original and see, hey, what do we need to do, Lord, to make this right? So as children of God, he has given us authority in his word. And when we speak, something must happen. Someone say, something must happen. Something must happen. Amen. So I challenge you today, men and women of God, under the sound of my voice. I challenge you this day to seek the face of God more consistently, amen? Make it a joy to go before the throne of grace, amen? To seek his face. You know, if you don't have to be all dramatic about it. People make it seem like you have to pray 10 to 12 hours a day. You don't have to do that. Have a relationship with God. Amen? A relationship with God. You know, I was talking to a very sweet lady. And I went to her house one day, and she said, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to pray. And I simply told her, just seek the face of God, and God will show you. Do you know? Do you know? She knows how to pray. She can pray. Amen? Amen? Amen. She can pray. But it's because of how people package stuff. 
It's because of uh, how people make it seem you have to be of a certain stature or you have to have a, a list before you when you pray. No, you're going before your Heavenly Father. Amen? So when you go before God in prayer, there's no criteria. Come with a clean heart. Come with a willing spirit and he'll speak to you. May the Lord, may this word be blessed. Amen. Let me pray for you, beloved, as you watch me. I want to commit you into the hands of the Lord. I'm not sure what you're going through in your life, what crisis, what trials, what tribulation, what temptation, what bondage, what captivity you are experiencing. But I want us to join our faith together. If you want to touch your screen, whatever medium you are using to watch me this hour, I lift you up into the hands of the Lord. I ask that the Lord be merciful unto you. The Lord forgive you of your sin. The Lord break any power of sin over your life. Anything in your life that is preventing you from receiving the blessings of the Lord, from receiving the power of God moving in your hands. I pray that the Lord by His Spirit uh, locate you and touch you at the areas of your need. The Lord deliver you from any bondage, any captivity, any crisis you are experiencing in your innermost being, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul. The Holy Ghost power move and heal you, deliver you, bring peace, calmness, bring tranquility, bring joy in your heart. The Lord destroy everything in your heart that is not of God, that is not righteous, that will prevent the Spirit of God from moving in your life. I commit you into the hands of the Lord. I pray healing. I pray deliverance. I pray the peace of the Lord. I pray the Lord open doors of opportunity for you, bless you in every element of your life, meet you at the point of every need, provide supply by His power. In Jesus' name I pray, beloved. I want to ask you this question to die now as you watch me could you sincerely say that your soul will be in heaven or hell if you do not know the answer to that question that means you need jesus in your life if you want to accept this jesus in your heart as your personal savior i want you uh, sincerely repeat this prayer after me dear jesus i believe that you are the son of god you died and was resurrected by the Spirit of the Holy Ghost the third day. I believe you are seated at the right-hand side of the Father, interceding for me. I invite you, dear Jesus, to come into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. Beloved, if you said this prayer in sincerity and in faith, out of your heart, I declare you saved, but also there are a few things to do. Ask the Spirit of God to show you a spiritual Bible-believing church or to attend. And when you go ask for the leaders and declare yourself to them that you have been saved, develop your salvation, be established in the church. And also, you read the Gospels, look for a Bible, and start reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. About this Jesus you have received. Be blessed. Till next week. You. I pray that you have been truly, truly, truly blessed by the word that you have just heard, that it has inspired you and encouraged you. Not only that, it has increased your faith. Amen. 
at this time are reaching out to you for your financial support to help us to reach more people, to reach the less fortunate and to those who are in need. You can find our information on the screen. You can log on to www.lightweightchurch.com or you can send your checks or money orders to 14910 Paris Boulevard, Suite 81 in Moreno Valley, California, 92553. As you are preparing your financial seed, I'm asking you not to just throw your seed. Just don't put it in the mail and, 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 and that's it. No, I want you to speak a word of prayer over your seed. What is it that you are believing God to do in your life? That is what I want you to wrap your need around that seed that you are sending. The Bible declares in John chapter 14, verse 13, it says, and whatever you ask in my name, talking about? Ooh, our Father, amen, that I will do that the Father may be glorified, amen. So whatever you're asking, amen, whatever you're believing God to do, speak a word of prayer over your seed and watch him do that, amen. God bless you guys.